Welcome to another edition of A Burning Desire to Talk with Lou and Mark. I'm Lou. And I'm Mark. And we're back at it again. Except this time, it's just a couple days past Christmas, and we're in the week between Christmas and uh, New Year's. We wanted to uh, visit again with you guys and uh, see what, uh, hopefully you guys had a, uh, a great Christmas. Hopefully you guys uh, were able to spend time with your family and friends and, and um, really celebrate Christmas for what it is. And going into this uh, New Year's, you know, we really get a chance, Mark, to wipe the slate clean. I mean, that's the whole point of New Year's, you know, it's brand new. Wiping the slate clean, starting over, and we have so much to hope for in terms of starting over. Yeah. You know, especially this New Year's. Uh, but having said that, how was Christmas, man? Merry Christmas, by the way. Oh, yeah, you too, man. Yeah, it was very nice. It was quiet, and uh, it was just a good time, you know. And how about you? Yeah, it was great. It was just, um, I'm sure it was the same for you guys. Um, immediate family, Christmas Eve. Well, Christmas Eve, we have, we have the tradition of doing the uh, the seven fishes, right? So we did that, which if, if you don't know what that is, it's an Italian tradition where you celebrate um, Christmas Eve with, uh, with seven different types of fish. I can't tell you exactly every fish it was, but we had, what do we have, salmon, we had shrimp, we had scallops, we had clams, we had, um, um, I can't remember what else we had, but we had to, we touched the seven fishes. So we had that, and then Christmas Day... Um, typically we have some people over, mostly family. Uh, this year, um, just my mother-in-law came over, but, um, you know, we did the, uh, we did the, um, uh, pasta, we did the uh, meatballs, the sausage, um, and yes, it, it based off of past episodes, you might be saying to yourself, well, wait a second, you're Cuban, why are you doing that? Well, that's because my wife's Italian, so when it comes to the cooking in my house, which I don't do, you know, that falls on my wife. And, of course, we go by way of, uh, of what is in a, a traditional Italian Christmas, which is, you know, which is great in terms if you like Italian food. So, uh, needless to say there, we ate well. And, uh, sounds thank, like it sounds good. Man. Yeah, it was very good. And, and thank God, um, you know, Santa was good. Uh, everybody was taken care of. And it's funny, you know, as, as the kids have gotten older, and we've all experienced this, right? It's, we've gone from, you know, every toy under the sun, um, you know, for all the, you know, whether it was uh, the boys or the, you know, the girls or whatever, <clears throat> Barbie dolls and, and uh, American Girl dolls and, you know, cars and everything else to, you know, basically them telling you now and, and it being a surprise, them telling you now, you know, what is it that they really want, right? Right. Um, so my youngest got a bike. Um, and um, my oldest got, you know, some uh, T-shirts uh, having to do with, uh, with uh, sports and some clothing that had to do with sports. He wanted polo shirts, um, my oldest. So that, that's a little sign that he's getting older because he's found that when, um, when he's away at school, when he goes to some uh, functions that have to do with his, uh, with his major, he now wants to be a little bit more dressed up and he'll wear a nice pair of pants with polo shirts. So there you go. Makes sense, yeah. yeah. And, of course, my daughter, you know, wanted some... Um, oh, one of the big things, the biggest thing, actually, that my oldest wanted was a crucifix. How nice is that? Oh, that is nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we made sure he got that. Nice, uh, brand-new crucifix for him. And, of course, he also got the Italian horn mm-hmm. so he can wear around his, uh, his, uh, his necklace. Um, 
And uh, my daughter got, you know, a few of the things that she wanted, you know, a bag and, you know, whatever else. But, you know, it was really, really nice. Um, so how about you guys? How'd you guys make out? Uh, good, good. Like I said, uh, we have Christmas Eve, just our family, my, yeah. my wife and kids. And then yeah. we go to her sister's house on um, every year we do that on um, Christmas Day. On Christmas Day. So the, yeah. the, the extended family gets together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that brother and sister-in-laws and nieces and nephews. Well, that's always good, and you and she has a big family, so that's a lot of people. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it, everything was good. Yeah. One thing I, I know I, I don't do anymore that I used to do was I uh, used to go to uh, used to go to midnight mass all the time. Oh God. But, um, yeah. Did that for years and years and years. Right. But I uh, don't really do that anymore. Well, we didn't. Uh, we haven't been to midnight mass in in quite a few years, and uh, it was not funny. Actually, it's a shame because on Christmas Day. Um, we get a voicemail from our parish stating that our pastor has COVID. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, um, you know, wish him well, of course. Uh, but of course it was, you know, can, you know, our parish is huge. So it could be, it could have been hundreds of people that now have to go get a COVID test done. Oh, you know? Geez. Yeah, exactly. So I guess, it ter- I guess it was a good thing that we didn't go to midnight mass. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um... We're, we're, we're moving into a new year here, Mark, and it's just a few days away. Um, what do you guys typically do for, uh, for New Year's? Uh, not really too much. We just um, make a little something to eat and just hang tight, you know? Just sit inside and That's watch it. whatever's on TV or whatever. Isn't it funny that compared to years past, we used to go to, you know, maybe, uh, maybe somebody was having a big party, right, or, or the hotels, were uh, were big for that, right? They would have uh, you make reservations, get a room. Uh, the, the ballroom was all set up. There would be three, four hundred people there, if not more. Most of which you didn't know, but you went as a group, mm-hmm. right? And you tied one on and you celebrated the new year. Now, as we've gotten older, are you kidding me? I'm lucky to stay up to midnight. Yeah, right. Most years. Yeah. You the know, life of a twenty-something year old, right? Well, yeah, it's a big difference, you know, when you're talking 25, 30 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But now it's okay though because. I like staying in, and as I've gotten older, you know, I really don't want to be around a lot of people and, you know, and I go through the whole party. See, I've done all that, right? But what I am going to do for the first time um, is we've got a wedding to go to on New Year's Eve. Nice. Yeah, we'll see what, you know, we'll see what, what that's like. Uh, killing two birds with one stone, if you will. Celebrating the union of two people that love each other. Um, it's the daughter of, of, a, of a, fr- a very good friend of ours. And, um, and uh, New Year's at the same time. But we purposely didn't get a room. We're driving back. It's, it's, it's only, you know, it's not too far. Right. Um, so that we don't have to worry about, you know, drinking too much, if at all. And worrying about, you know, uh, the next day, having to get up, having to come home, what are the kids doing, so on and so forth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, avoiding all, all of that headache, potential headache. So it's on New Year's Eve night, right? It's on New Year's Eve. Yep. Actual yeah. New Year's Eve. So we'll be celebrating the union of these two individuals and celebrating New Year's at the same time. Oh, that's cool. Um, but I'll tell you what, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that at the same time, while we're celebrating, you know, this union and, of course, celebrating um, uh, the ending of one year and going into a new year, the things that, um, that I'm, at least I am, hoping for um, for this upcoming year, which is 
first and foremost, just the entire world being able to go back to living a, a, a life, you know, with a certain sense of a, of a complete normalcy um, that we haven't experienced now for two years. Right. You know, I don't know if you've given that any thought, uh, but this upcoming year, this New Year's in particular, is one even more so than 2020 going into 2021. Because um, we still did, at that point, we still really didn't know. We didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know how long this was going to last. Right. And here we, uh, here we are a full year later, and we're really no, no more, we're, not, we're, we're no better than we were a year ago. And in fact, in many cases, we're almost worse. We're worse off. So this, this particular New Year's has a, has a lot of meaning for me. Uh, in that the things that I'm hopeful for, which, which first and foremost, like I said, is that we get back to a sense of normalcy because, uh, you know, we can't continue to live like this. Yeah, you know, when you say that, it's almost like two different errors. That's like the first word that comes to my mind. You know, <clears throat> a month changes over. You know, you get the last day of a month and you go into a new month. And then each month ends and then you get to the end of an actual fiscal year or an annual year. And then you get beginning of a new one and then it goes from that to decades and then from there you change the centuries and we know how the whole thing goes and then it changes to millennium but from the changeover after 19 and the 20 wasn't just another changeover of months or in the years actually it changed over in the first couple months of 2020 it was almost the change of a different era to me it almost feels like we li- lived in two different eras you know, well, that, we did. You know, the old era and then the new era, you know, and that's what this feels like, a new era. Well, we really did, Mark. It's not, it's not almost or as if. It, we really did because the, the best way to describe that is, you know, what was, uh, what's already been coined as a phrase, which is, you know, pre-COVID, life pre-COVID, you know, and life post-COVID. And everything associated with, with you know, the way that we used to live to the, to the way that we live now. You know, and, 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 and it's funny because it depends on what you're talking about and it depends on where you are. You st- it's almost as if COVID never existed, right, with certain things and certain aspects. But yet for so many others situations, um, you know, you can't do the simple things that we used to do without even thinking about it. You know, those... Uh, inalienable uh, rights as, as you know if you if you well, we're not going to get into a political conversation here um, but 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 truly when you think about it to your point that's the only way to describe it pre-covid post-covid you know yeah yeah so when we talk about different years and we talk about different centuries i i have some pretty interesting thought-provoking things to say here to you to make you think a little bit You think about the dates, right? You think about, it didn't matter if it was 2015, 2020, we're going into 2022, or even if you think of the 1900s. But when you think about it, you think about how interesting it is. We live in an era we call AD, right? This is gonna tie back into you just talking about Christmas a few few minutes ago. So we live in AD, and we both know, and everyone else knows that there was an era called BC. But how intriguing is it that there was an actually, you know, a 2000 BC and then a 1500 BC and then so forth. You get me, you get my drift, right? All the yeah. way down to a couple hundred BC. Yeah. And then it counted down. There was an actual, you know, five BC, four BC, and then you get to zero AD. 
Think about that concept for a second. I do all the time. It's amazing. And I've posted sometimes on Facebook about this to share with people just to see what anybody else wants to have conversation or bring up some, some food for thought. And you think about it, there's no other really significant thing in the world that ties to someone's birth. Think about it, an actual birthday. In other words, think of all the popular historical, here I go again, I'm getting into history with you again. All the historical people of all time, right? right. And I know you could probably <laughs> think of a ton of them right now. And as you rambled them all off, we would say, well, what's his birthday? What's his birthday? What's her birthday? You know, what are all these people's birthdays? And we probably don't know. Nobody really focuses on when anybody's birthday, no. except for one. And if you think about it, because of the BC and the AD, that has always struck the most intriguing thought to me ever. Like when it was 19, you know, whatever, 92, you think about it, it's 1,992 years since something we all celebrate, the birth of Jesus at Christmas, right. you know? And here we are. So I actually saw a comedian talking on stage one time and saying, there's no other thing that's more popular in the world that shares, you know, there were jokes going along with it, but I'm just giving you the more serious side, that go along with the birth of something, of someone in a significant error in history. And that's pretty amazing, you know, it's amazing. Which also, also would make me think of other things. What about, how far back does the BC go? I mean, then we could go down the road of archeology span and evolution and all that other stuff. But we all know that, astronomy. astronomy, we all know that there were obviously thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of years before that. But were the calendars marked? At one point, how long did it become in human civilization that <clears throat> people looked at that linear timeline? I mean, we, you could go even a deeper thought and go back to even past hundreds of thousands in the millions of years. We know there was an existence of things then. But in the modern era of human existence, we have this calendar that came along at one point that no one really knows when it starts. But why did they count down? You think about that. It counts down to a number and then starts going back up again on the other way. I can remember being a kid hearing that and going, holy cow, like when other time, you know. And it all comes back to one date. One date. One date. Think about that. Pretty powerful stuff. You know, the dates go down, down, down. We don't have that in effect now. You know, we're not well, going up to a number and hitting a zero and then going back down. No, but we do count down, you know. 364 days, 363 days, 362 days, back to zero again, to to the birth of Jesus Christ, which is what you're talking about. Right. Back to Christmas, you know? And yeah, you could do the same thing for the 4th of July. You could do the same thing for Memorial Day. You could do the same thing for any day, for your own birthday, right? right? But there's only one date on that calendar that really matters, you know? and And that is the birth of Jesus Christ. There are other dates that are just as important for other, for other uh, religions, right? And, right? and we can do the same exact thing for them, mm -hmm. right? But for us, right? For right. us, as we stand here, right? Um, here we are, what is it? 363 days left to until we celebrate Christmas again. Yes. You know? Yes. So we, in essence, to your point, we are still doing that. Um, but from... From that moment, 2,021 years ago, or now 2,022 years ago, it'll always be um, A.D. Right. You know? 
Right. And to your point, that's amazing because of when it started, how it started, counting up to zero hour, the zero day, zero hour, and then post. Yes. You know, pretty unbelievable. It is pretty intriguing, right? It's pretty really amazing. And, and go ahead. No, no, please. No, well, here's something else that you just made me think of what we were talking about. Now, we're talking about Christianity, for example, right? Christianity, based on this whole linear timeline, and <clears throat> maybe some of the other faiths of the world might not be on that same schedule. However, the, which they're not. Right. However, the world, most of the modern world, actually uses that, actually bases and gauges their life and their existence and their daily functions on that calendar that right. we're talking about right now. Now, that calendar that we use right now is called the Gregorian calendar. Right. And, uh, and I think you and I have talked about this before. I know I've talked with a few other people, even I think our friend Nicole, who we had on one of the shows, we talked about this. I was talking to people because I find this so intriguing. You know, we use the Gregorian calendar. And prior to the Gregorian calendar, we had the uh, Julian calendar. Mm -hmm. And before the Julian calendar, we had the Roman calendar. And those calendars all, at uh, one point, were used, and then they were, then they were changed, and they were changed over to a different calendar. Now, what happens is, uh, don't mind if the dog starts barking. Get the dog out here. Uh, they, they changed over because nothing really... If you look at the science side of it, none of the calendars really added up. They, no one could really nail down. Remember, they were like 360 right. days. One was like 300 whatever days. And, they, you know, they just could not. It wasn't until they came across with the Gregorian calendar and said, look, here's what we're going to do. Some months are going to have 30 days. Some are going to have 28 days. And it's going to be the closest thing we can have. We're going to have 365 days. And then every fourth year, right, we got the leap year, right? And that's going to change over. Now, the part that I was saying that I think we talked about, I think you and I talked about the calendars, but one of the other things I've always been really intrigued with is, and it's to get off the Christianity topic for a second, was, again, being a huge uh, historical enthusiast is the, uh, the minds. You would always talk about if there's ever a civilization known for calendars, it was the minds, you know, a civilization based out of Central America, and they had multiple calendars. They had their monthly lunar calendar, and then they had their yearly calendar, uh, and then they had, and I think it was either their, their yearly calendar was called, it was like a pontoon calendar or something, it had a very odd name to it. But then they had a long calendar, and they actually had the monthly calendar go around the yearly calendar, it looked like wheels, you know, wheels on, a, on, mm -hmm. a, on, a, on the cogs. And then they had their yearly calendar go around on the, this, this long calendar. And the long calendar went on for thousands of years. And I think it was every 2,590 years, the calendar changed. And you say, well, why is that? Well, the lunar calendar was the moon going around the Earth once. Right. The yearly calendar is the Earth going around the sun once. We say, well, what's the long calendar? Well, a lot of people don't know this, but the, the, the sun actually moves around the entire galaxy. Our solar system actually does a rotation, a spiral rotation through the galaxy. And here we go back talking to the science that you and I talked about before. So we know the zodiac signs. There are 12 zodiac signs that you can see. And if you look outside of our solar system, they're out there. And outside of our galaxy, they're out there. Once our sun does a complete rotation every 2,590 years, it comes back around just like your 365th day. 
or just like when it hits a millennium. It actually does a complete circle around it. To me, that is so interesting. Now, you want to talk about new era. Let me tie that into that. We just talked about this. It seemed like we lived in an older era and a newer era. Now, this is really going to make you think. The Mayans also had prophecies. And on their long calendar, right, their long calendar, which they had made way back in BC, they had their long calendar going all the way around and then ending, ending on their 2590th mark, right? And then it stopped. And everybody, remember, the date was in 2012, right? And everybody was like, oh, that's, that's like yeah. doomsday and stuff. And, and, you know, people were getting all worried about it. But what have a lot of, like, philosophers and historians and a lot of people looking into this now, especially a lot of spiritual people, are saying, no, they weren't saying it was ending. What they were saying was, as the, as the solar system and the sun goes through that complete cycle, if we get to a new era, it's like a new greater beginning is what, 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 what should happen. But everybody said, oh, well, 2012 came and went. 2012 came and went. There was nothing there. However, when all the calendars changed over, and we went from the Roman calendar, the Julian calendar, we got to the Gregorian calendar, most of the entire world, this is the important part, most of the entire world uses the Gregorian calendar. However, there is one country in the world that still uses the Mayan calendar, and that country is Ethiopia, by the way, and in 2020, guess what year their calendar was in? 2012. There was an eight-year difference from the transition from the old calendar to the new calendar, so they didn't match up. So I found that pretty intriguing. So that means right now they're like in what? They're like in year number one. Year one. Year number two going into their new calendar. Right. You know, because theirs ended at the... The 2012, which is our 2018. <laughs> to me, I find that fascinating. And I fascinating. wonder, I wonder if, if you spoke to your average Ethiopian and asked him that question, "What year is it?" Yeah. Right. What would they answer? Well, would they Would they say 2022? Or, 20, would they, or, or would they say Would they say 2021 going into 2022? Or would they say one going into, into two? two? Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's probably something good to actually look up online to see what are they actually in. You know. I'm quite sure that. You know, listen, like, much like um, uh, tradition, keeping along the lines of traditions, Santa Claus versus the three wise men, so on and so forth, around the world, um, South America in particular, uh, the three wise men is still a date that's celebrated, you know, called in this country Little Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. January 6th, I believe it is. And that's the day that, that children receive their gifts from, quote, unquote, the three wise men, right? Mm -hmm. The Magi that we talked about in uh, past episodes. <clears throat> I'm wondering if, to your average Ethiopian, they would answer, well, to you as a Westerner, it's 2021 going into 22. For me, yes, it's 2021 going into 22 because I work for a Chinese company or a American company or an English company or whatever. And so everything, including technology, obviously is based off of the Gregorian calendar. But traditional, based off tradition, it's the year one or year two. Right. Um, so I wonder on what level they actually still use the, uh, the calendar that you're speaking of. 
the Mayan calendar. Yeah, on what level you're saying they use it? Yeah, on what level they still use it. Yeah. If they use it at all, really. In- interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. I don't know if it would just be used for, like, on the local level, maybe in the communities, you know, maybe more like a cult- cultural, traditional thing. Within that's the tribes, what I- maybe? Yes, yeah, that's yeah. what I would assume. That's what I would assume. Um, it's a shame because there were a couple articles online. Uh, I could have easily clicked on and read them. I remember being into this a couple years ago. I just found it so intriguing when we were in 2020 and they were in 2012. And it did show a couple pictures of a couple things. And I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And I think like, I think if you looked at like their airports or a couple of their other local businesses, they may have had their actual, ca- maybe they had both of them. They probably, I yeah. would think, would have both. But I, th- I think, for, I think I do remember seeing that they actually had the year that we were in, going by the Gregorian County. Sure. And they probably need to, for business reasons. Absolutely. You know, and their government and everything for travel else. and business alike. Yeah, but it would be interesting to know. I, I'm, my guess would be that they're, it's a cultural thing and it's probably used on a community or tribal level you know where they have this understanding of but that just intrigued me that wow so for the last 2020 years we've all been on this right on this date they're not so when we were hitting like the millennium that you just brought up earlier like when we were going from 1999 and it the clock clicked and we went into 2020 they were still in um, 1992. I actually believe, I do remember seeing that on, on online somewhere where it said when we went into 2000, they were still in 1992 because they're eight years behind us due to the fact that they still follow the, the Mayan calendar. I found that fascinating. And it is fascinating. And regardless And of- why them too, by the way? I don't mean to interrupt you, but think about yeah. it. When you look geography on a, on a globe, the Mayans were mostly over here, centered in Central America, and Ethiopia is over here on a completely different continent. Uh, continent. So, you know, if it was like an area close by each other, I would get it. But I was scratching my head looking at it going, they're not even near each other. Where's the correlation? Right. Well, I'm sure that, you know, early travel had something to do with that, uh, trade and, and so on and so forth, um, colonization and, uh, and alike. But... What listen, whether it's 2021 going into 2022 or the year one going into, you know, the year two, um, I can only assume that they have the same hopes that, uh, that we all do for, in essence, wiping the slate clean, starting over, um, hoping and praying that 2022 is a lot better than 2021 for all of us that we all have health and prosperity and um, that um, we have, um, that we're able to live the normal lives that, you know, we, we once lived. And, um, and with that, you know, Happy New Year, my friend. You too. Happy New Year to all of you. If we don't get a chance to talk again before the new year, if we do, so be it. And wish you a Happy New Year then. But for now, I think we'll sign off and bid you a good night. Hey guys, don't forget, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, but wait, before you go, go on your favorite podcast streaming service and give us a five-star rating. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks a lot.